It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. What's going on, everyone? Billy Rossetti back with you guys here on a Friday. Hope you guys had yourselves a good week and are ready for a good weekend, the last one before 4th of July weekend. Can you believe next weekend is the 4th of July? This year is just flying by. Even with all that's been going on, uh, we're continuing to make progress. And before you know it, it'll be 2021. And hopefully all this will be... Well, hopefully we have football before then. Um, And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in terms of the Panthers. Matt Rule, of course, had his press conference. We're going to touch on the fantasy football stuff and a little bit as well, like we've been doing this week. We're going to look at some of the CBS rankings from Jamie Eisenberg, Dave Richard, and Heath Cummings. But the first thing I want to talk about is Matt Rule's press conference, at least uh, some of the key takeaways, one of which being they have some sort of plan right now in terms of training camp. Remember we talked earlier in the week that the NFL and the players came to an agreement on a starting date for training camp, and that's going to be July 28th. This We expect now that pretty much every team is going to arrive on July 28th, because remember, the Hall of Fame game has already been canceled, so there won't be that extra week now for the Cowboys or the Steelers, though deep down I don't think they're going to be too angry about it with everything, everything that's been going on um, that extra week. You know, who, who knows, but um, pretty much all teams are going to start at the same time, but... Matt Rule talked on his press conference yesterday about the uh, the possible plan, or at least the current plan, that the team has right now to bring in their players for training camp. And that plan includes rookies reporting on July 21st. So in just uh, a couple of weeks, July 21st falls on a Tuesday. So uh, three weeks from this Tuesday is the current the current target date for rookies to report. Then two days later on the 23rd, that is the target date for any injured players as well as the quarterback. So as of now, July 23rd is when we can expect to see Teddy Bridgewater arrive in camp. And then the rest of the veterans are currently scheduled to report to camp for the Panthers on July 28th. So four weeks from this coming Tuesday. So that's the time frame right now. Again, obviously things can change. You know, they'll constantly be in talk with the NFL's guidelines, as well as, of course, state and local government and state and local guidelines, things like that. 
Um, so Matt Rule did acknowledge that this is still kind of a fluid situation. Uh, these plans can change. But right now, and he even said, quote, what's best practice now might not be in 30 days. So it's an ever-evolving group. That being said, I think when the time comes, whatever the cutting-edge technologies, whatever the best practices, whatever the safest way we can do things, I'm sure that they'll do. Unquote. But again, that is the that's the current plan, or at least the current timeline for the Panthers arriving to camp. July 21st for rookies, July 23rd for quarterbacks and injured players, July 28th for uh, for the remaining veterans. And again, as we touched on previously, training camp will be at Bank of America Stadium because again, the NFL pretty much imposed the rule this year that. Uh, all teams are going to have training camp at their home facility again to kind of cut down on travel at least early on with the you know with with the the pandemic and all that. So um, next year they do expect to be back at Wofford College, but it is expected that next year will be the final year at Wofford College because again they have the new practice facility building in uh, in Rock Hill, South Carolina, set to open for 2022. So this year, Bank of America Stadium, and again that um, that's the that's the time frame. You know, they even touched on what they could use as like a a meeting area. Rule said they could possibly use club level on the third floor as a meeting area, and that they could also turn the entire first floor, what they normally use as meeting rooms, uh, into locker rooms. Panther, you know, Matt Rule and the Panthers coaches have been some of those coaches too that have stayed at home and still worked virtually, even though um, the NFL has allowed coaches to report to team facilities if their uh, state and local guidelines have allowed it. But the Panthers have decided to stay at home and work virtually. But again, that's uh, that, that's just kind of the quick synopsis of what the current plan is right now for Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers as far as finally getting back onto the field. But at least now we have some kind of date to look forward to to actually start seeing players on the field. Now, again, you know, still a, a long way to go and still things can change. You know, I don't know how good of a sign it is that we're not even into July and they have already canceled the Hall of Fame game and, of course, the in discussions of shortening the preseason which we've talked about a couple of times again the, the possibility there is that at least i would think you're probably going to slash the preseason in half so whereas right now the panthers are scheduled to play the jaguars the patriots the ravens and the steelers in the preseason that is probably going to get cut down to just the ravens and the steelers i imagine the first two weeks of the preseason will probably probably be cut and you'll just have the last two weeks. And then regular season, you know, we'll see. We, we've pretty much already gotten word now. You know, the news came yesterday that NFL teams are going to be able now to tarp off the lower level and use that as advertising space for this upcoming season. So that's already... And, and we knew... Listen, it's we obviously already knew that there weren't going to be full stadiums. That's That was never really going to be a possibility. You're, you're not going to see that till next year. The question is, will there be fans at all? That seems to be, and the way the league's been talking, it sounds like 
it's going to be up to each team's own discretion. They'll be able to allow fans in as they see fit, you know, provided they can work with, uh, you know, state and local guidelines again. You look at Major League Baseball, who we know now they're going to start their season probably around July 24th. They're going to be on a, a team by team, you know, stadium by stadium basis. So each team, if they you know work with MLB and comply with the safety regulations, things like that, MLB teams could have fans at their stadiums. We know uh, the governor of Texas wants to have fans at those stadiums. So we'll see if we'll have fans in stadiums like you know uh, for the Astros and the Rangers. You know, and the same for like the NFL, the Cowboys and the Texans, whereas a team like the San Francisco Giants has already said they will not have fans at their stadium. They have an interesting, I don't know if you guys heard or heard this or read about this, the Giants, the San Francisco Giants are doing something where they could have season ticket holders submit like a photo or something, and I guess the team is going to put them on their seats or, or something, and that'll be, I guess, kind of their way of being at the stadium without being at the stadium. And then even non-season ticket holders can pay like $100 and they can do the same thing. That's an interesting tactic, uh, to say the least. I don't know if other teams are going to go after it. But again, that's because that team has already said they are not going to have fans at their stadium, but other teams might be able to. Again, we'll see what the NFL decides to do. Again, it sounds like it's going to be the same thing. A team-by-team case, you know, if the teams can comply with... Uh, safety regulations and obviously limit the fans but again we know now that no fans will be at the lower level of any stadium because all those sections will be tarped off and teams will be able to sell at or be able to sell that as advertising space um, for this upcoming season so still in some interesting times again we still have a ways to go we'll see what happens no one knows what the future holds but again, at least we have some kind of dates now to look forward to for some semblance of a training camp. So that's kind of the, the quick notes right now with that. Um, before we jump into some of the CBS fantasy stuff and talk about how they see the Panthers right now to kind of wrap up the week, I uh, want to remind you guys, of course, to support our friends over at rockauto.com, which is a great family business that's been serving auto parts online for customers for over 20 years. And the nice thing about them is they have brands from all, you know, they have all different kinds of brands rather than just going to a dealership and having a certain kind of brand. You can look it up yourself. Find the brand you want, find the parts you want. They have so many different parts like engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, and it's for all different kinds of drivers, whether it's you know your classic or your daily driver, whether you're a professional car worker, or if you're a do-it-yourselfer, you know, you're just kind of tuning up your car on your own. They have the products for you, and their catalog is very unique and very easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand. So it's not just different brands, but parts for different models and makes of cars. So it's a great way if you need a quick tune-up for your car, and their prices are always reliably low, and the same for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com, that's R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O, rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you 
amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's start talking about the folks over at CBS and their their fantasy football section. And I touched on Wednesday um, when I kind of teased that I was going to do, do this. Um, all three of these guys are great. Uh, Heath Cummings and I have followed each other on Twitter for a long time, so I've you know kind of watched him grow through this business, so it's been really great. And um, Jamie Eisenberg and, and Dave Richard, um, really cool guys. I got to meet them, got to meet them both this year. Dave Richard I met at the Senior Bowl, uh, actually during media day. You know, I walked up to him and a uh, really great guy. And uh, same with Jamie Eisenberg, met him at the Combine. And, um, you know, a really, really cool guy. It was, it was neat to hear, too, that um, Jamie's wife is not far from where I live. So it was interesting how, you know, you think these big-time fantasy guys, you know, you don't think, you know, small towns here in uh, in Pennsylvania. So that was really neat to, to hear that uh, Jamie has a little bit of a connection to, um, you know, some sort of connection to at least where I'm from up in the northeast pennsylvania so all three great guys so we're going to take a look at where these three have uh different panthers on their uh their current full rankings uh actually the neat thing too is that we're looking at this on friday morning this was just updated five hours it says you know five hours ago when i'm recording this at about quarter to 11 eastern time on friday morning so Fairly early Friday morning, these were updated, so these are fresh rankings, and we'll start right at the top. You know, this has obviously become a common theme because, I mean, he's obviously deserving of being the first player off the board. All three of them do indeed have Christian McCaffrey as their number one fantasy player, and again, like, you can't argue it. McCaffrey, just the usage and the effectiveness... And there's obviously the the fantasy points he's been putting up the last couple of years. There's really, to me, I don't think there's an argument. As much as I really like the production of Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey is obviously my number one as well. So, I mean, it, it goes, it obviously goes without saying, you know, no surprise. All three of these guys have him number one. The neat thing too here is that these rankings also have their projected auction values. And I think... I would imagine these are based off of $100 salary caps because Eisenberg has McCaffrey at $35. Dave Richard has him at $36 and Heath Cummings has him at $37. So this is, I would imagine a $100 salary cap because usually you see a $200 salary cap and those top players go in like uh, the $60 range or so, maybe even as high as 70. Excuse me. So, uh, but Christian McCaffrey, they're number one across the board. Uh, they both are a little mixed on their remaining top 10 and top 12. So I'll just run through their top 12 just to kind of give you an idea 
how they would kind of see the, the first round. So Jamie Eisenberg's top 12 right now is Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Tyree Kill, Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, and Austin Eckler. Dave Richards' top 12 right now is McCaffrey, Elliott, Barkley, Kamara, Thomas, Cook, uh, Miles Sanders. This is interesting. He actually has Miles Sanders all the way up at number 7 now. Miles Sanders, you know, Jamie Eisenberg has him just outside his top 12. Heath Cummings has him at 16. But obviously Dave Richard, pretty high on Miles Sanders. Number 7 overall and uh, his number 6 running back. But, you know... Miles Sanders, this is a guy that obviously had a very productive rookie season, and that was despite not really getting a lot of work uh, in the early part of the season. He got, you know, obviously a lot more work when Jordan Howard got injured in the middle of the season, and Sanders and Boston Scott had to kind of pick up the slack. Well, now Sanders obviously is going to be the lead dog because Jordan Howard is now in Miami. So Sanders is going to be a really intriguing option. Uh, so it's really neat to see him there at 7. But he has Sanders at 7, uh, Devontae Adams at 8, Julio Jones 9, Tyree Kill 10, Joe Mixon 11, and DeAndre Hopkins at number 12. And then Heath Cummings' top 12 is McCaffrey, Barkley, Thomas, Kamara, Elliott, Adams, Jones, Cook, Eckler, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, and Nick Chubb. So a little bit of a mix there, but uh, for the most part, kind of the obviously the similar players and we'll get into some of the other players including um Heath Cummings who does have another Panther in his top 20 overall we'll get into that in a little bit but I want to see if they say anything like have any kind of uh projections or player outlook on Christian McCaffrey uh and they do they say this about Christian McCaffrey as his player outlook Christian McCaffrey is the consensus number one pick in any format, and unlike past years, it's hard to find anyone to argue with that. McCaffrey is a workhorse in the truest sense, but even stands above other workhorses because a higher percentage of his work comes in the passing game. His 142 targets led the Panthers for the second straight year, and no other running back averaged more than one carry per game. He thoroughly dominates touches on his own team and does so while averaging nearly six yards per touch. Barring an injury, it's hard to envision how anyone scores more fantasy points in 2020 than McCaffrey. And, you know, this is obviously the reason, too, why Christian McCaffrey got that huge contract extension a couple months ago and became the highest paid running back in the league. It's because of everything that he does even looking at his projections for 2020 at least from cbs they're projecting him to rush 246 times for 1136 yards and rush for nine touchdowns and they're projecting 113 catches for him for 961 yards and five touchdowns so they have him just 39 receiving yards shy of posting another 1000 1000 season and that would total uh, 285 fantasy points. Interestingly enough, they have, um, I guess these are like opponent fantasy points, maybe uh, fantasy points allowed to the running back or something like that, and kind of the matchup. And he's got some, you know, pretty easy matchups. You know, the Chargers were 
uh, ranked pretty low in terms of giving up a, a lot of fantasy points last season. The Raiders were in the middle of the pack. Now, they do face who they rank as the number one, uh, and again, I'm guessing you know 10.63 opponent fantasy points. That, I'm assuming, is uh, for just opposing running backs. Tampa Bay, they have as the uh, number one rank there. And so, obviously, uh, McCaffrey will face him twice. Uh, they face the Saints, who rank number five twice. But other than that, no one else... Well, the Broncos come in at number 10 on that list as well from last season. But other than that, nobody else uh, on the Panthers' schedule was in the top 10. In fact, they have a couple of opponents who were 20th or worse uh, on this list. The Chargers ranked 23rd. The Bears, 21st. The Chiefs actually ranked 24th. Lions uh, 28th, Packers were 27th, and then the Redskins were second worst uh, in that category. So not only is it just the workload for Christian McCaffrey, but it's a f pretty favorable schedule, especially when you get into the playoffs. Because remember, the Packers and the Redskins, that's weeks 15 and 16. That's right in the middle of your fantasy playoffs. In fact, a lot of leagues start their playoffs uh, in week 15. Some, of course, will start in week 14. Obviously, the thing to... to you know, just worry about down the line in terms of building your roster around McCaffrey is that he does have the buy, of course, in week 13. So you just have to look at your fantasy settings, whether that's um, whether week 13 is the last week of your regular season or whether that is the start of your fantasy playoffs. Like the Scott Fishbowl, I believe week 13 is actually when our playoffs start. So that's going to be a, a little bit of a hit to those of us that draft McCaffrey uh, in the Scott Fish Bowl. Is that we're obviously not going to have him for the start of the playoffs. But hopefully he gives us enough points that uh, we might not even have to worry. You know, maybe some teams that draft McCaffrey will draft well enough and they get a first round bye and they don't have to worry. I've said before, I don't have to worry about getting Christian McCaffrey because I will not be getting him. I have the seventh pick in my division so Christian McCaffrey obviously will not be there. The NFC South player might be possible for me, though, at number seven. I might target Julio Jones or Michael Thomas, depending on how things shape up. But obviously, I will not be getting Christian McCaffrey. I doubt I'll be getting Patrick Mahomes. I doubt I'll be getting Lamar Jackson. So it'll be really interesting when it gets to my seventh pick. So uh, we'll see. Should be should be a lot of fun. But that's uh, that's at least how Christian McCaffrey is viewed in the eyes of the CBS folks. We'll touch on how they view the other players in a minute, but uh, before we continue on, of course, a shout out to our friends as well over at BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bar ever. They are tasty, they are chewy, they are chocolatey. They are covered in 100% chocolate, uh, so great if you're working out, if you're trying to lose or maintain weight, or just as a regular snack. They're great for that as well. Um, 16... 16 plus flavors, um, low in calorie, high in protein. So just a, a great tasting bar. And again, just, you know, you could try these for yourself. Just go to builtbar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com and use our promo code locked on and you will get $10 off of your first order. So again, promo code locked on gets you $10 off your first order at builtbar.com. And we thank them again for their continued support. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So as we kind of wrap up the the little fantasy week here that we've been touching on, at least for this week, we go back to uh, these guys' rankings and we talk about now the other Panthers players that pop up on their position. And I teased a bit that Heath Cummings does actually have DJ Moore in his top 20. Actually, so does uh, Dave Richard. I'm sorry. Dave Richard actually ranks him at number 20. And uh, Jamie or, uh, Heath Cummings, excuse me, has him at number 19. Jamie Eisenberg isn't that far behind, though. He's got him at number 22, right behind uh, the rookie running back, though, Clyde Edwards Elaire. Uh, again, so DJ Moore, 22nd overall for Jamie Eisenberg, 20th for Dave Richard, and 19th for Heath Cummings. The player outlook uh, from CBS says, After his breakout 2019, DJ Moore is worth drafting in the second round of PPR drafts as a top 10 wide receiver. His upside is even higher than that. Moore just gave us a top 15 season despite atrocious quarterback play, missing one game and a paltry 2.9% touchdown rate. In 2020, his quarterback play will be better with Teddy Bridgewater, and hopefully the touchdown rate improves to closer to 5%. In Dynasty, the 23-year-old should be viewed as a top 8 wide receiver, and one can make an argument for him as high as number 5. His projections for this season from CBS projected to be targeted 125 times, catch 82 passes for 1,231 yards. They are only projecting four receiving touchdowns, though. Um, but all those catches and, and a good amount of yards certainly uh, will help his cause. They project him with 152 fantasy points. And, you know, so obviously projecting just four touchdowns, if they can get more than that, then great. I guess part of that certainly is the fact that, um, you know, obviously all the, the other mouths to feed in Carolina, like, of course, Robbie Anderson brought in in free agency. Curtis Samuel is still there. But DJ Moore is still the go-to guy in Carolina. So you got those guys in their, uh, their top 25 uh, across all three. But then other than that, you know, as we've seen with some of the other rankings, not many other guys are pretty highly ranked. You know, as we look for, uh, for Teddy Bridgewater now, and uh, he's not even actually on this. Well, let's see. They went to the top. Uh, they ranked their top 200. And actually, Dave Richard has Curtis Samuel right at the end of his of his rankings at 200. Though Bridgewater is here at number uh, 196 for Jamie Eisenberg. As we look there, Eisenberg has him at number 196. And Dave Richard has him at 185 overall. Heath Cummings does not have him in his overall top 200. Uh, so CBS's outlook for Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater left New Orleans to become the starter for the Carolina Panthers. He's a deep sleeper in one quarterback leagues 
and a solid number two option in Superflex or two quarterback leagues. Bridgewater was solid in relief of Breeze in 2019, showing great timing and accuracy while keeping most of his targets close to the line of scrimmage. In Carolina, that will play well with Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and Ian Thomas there to do damage after the catch. If Carolina's defense is as bad as it looks on paper, Bridgewater could be a high-volume passer who would give him a chance to sneak into the top 12 fantasy quarterbacks by the end of the year. His, uh, his player projections for this season, 377 of 598 completions, 4,051 yards, 22 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. They only project him for 13 rushing yards because, of course, we know that's not really Bridgewater's game now. But they do they do project him to crack the 4,000-yard mark and, again, have a, a 22 to 15 touchdown-to-interception ratio. That would be, at least in their standard scoring, 265 fantasy points. Scott Fishbowl has a very intriguing scoring system when it comes to fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, we are going to get half a point for completions, and I think it's minus one for incompletions. I believe it's minus two points for a sack, uh, minus four points for an interception, and another minus two points uh, for a pick six. So some interesting scoring there, uh, but still, I think Teddy Bridgewater could be an intriguing option in there uh their take on curtis samuel curtis samuel is no better than a late round sleeper after the panthers signed robbie anderson samuel was already no better than third in the pecking order behind mccaffrey and Moore, and it's likely anderson and or ian thomas out targets samuel as well it is easy to argue that the third year that his third year breakout was derailed by kyle allen and that his speed and route running and age mean we shouldn't lose faith but that argument works better in Dynasty Leagues than it does in the 2020 redraft. Teddy Bridgewater will be better than Allen, but Samuel has averaged 6.3 yards per target for his career, and it's hard to see how he tops 100 targets without a significant injury. In fact, CBS is only projecting him for 76 targets, catching 41 of them for 500 yards and 5 touchdowns. So interestingly enough, they're projecting more receiving touchdowns for Curtis Samuel than they are DJ Moore. But obviously, DJ Moore is going to vastly out-target Curtis Samuel, and that's where uh, the, the huge difference comes in. Robbie Anderson, as we look at him quick, uh, Jay, or excuse me, Dave, Dave, Richards, Dave Richard has him at number 122 on his list. Jamie Eisenberg has him at 133. And Heath Cummings has him at 113. So certainly much higher on Anderson they are than Curtis Samuel, as they say, or his player outlook. Robbie Anderson signed with the Panthers, and he should be considered a low-end number three fantasy receiver in most leagues, which is certainly a lot higher than when we talked about Yahoo and ESPN. Those sites more had Anderson as like a, a number five fantasy receiver, but CBS views him as a number three. Uh, they say he is only worth drafting with a mid to late round pick in all formats. Anderson at best will be the number three option in the passing game for the Panthers behind DJ Moore and Curtis and Christian McCaffrey. But he also has to share targets with Curtis Samuel and Ian Thomas. The good news for Anderson is that he played for coach Matt rule at temple and no one on the Panthers has a rapport yet with new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. 
Panthers also could be more pass-happy than expected with a bad defense, but his fantasy value is low going from the Jets to the Panthers. Don't reach for Anderson on draft day, and hopefully he surprises us. He's projected 99 targets, 53 receptions, 786 yards, and 5 touchdowns. So again, more projected touchdowns than DJ Moore, but again, the fact that DJ Moore is going to uh, be very superior in terms of targets is obviously what gives him the edge. And then let's see if they have... Let's see if they have Ian Thomas uh, on their list. Jamie Eisenberg has him at number 181. Dave Richard has him at number 167 overall. And it uh, doesn't look like Heath Cummings has him on his list. So at least two of the three uh, do have Ian Thomas on here. Oh, I'm sorry, no, Heath Cummings is on there. There he is, number Number 194 overall. So all three do have Ian Thomas in their top 200. Again, obviously, is kind of a low-end uh, tight end option, like a tight end two. His player outlook on CBS. With Greg Olson out in Carolina, Ian Thomas is draftable as a low-end tight end in the double-digit rounds. Thomas didn't show much in 2019, but, his, but the final five games of his rookie year gave us a glimpse of what he could be. He caught 25 of 32 targets for 246 yards and two touchdowns. We don't fully know what the Panthers' offense will look like, but Thomas has the pedigree and athleticism to deliver top 10 results if he gets enough targets. Thomas should be targeted shortly after the tier, including Jonu Smith, O.J. Howard, and Blake Jarwin. So that gives you kind of an idea of where they where they see uh, Ian Thomas. So obviously he's, they have him bulked with some starting tight ends. John o. Smith, of course, with the Titans, OJ Howard with, uh, well, still with the Buccaneers, even though now, of course, it's a very crowded tight end room in Tampa Bay with OJ Howard, Cameron Braid, and of course, some guy named Rob Gronkowski. And then Blake Jarwin, of course, should be the main guy at the position now for the Cowboys. Now that Jason Witten is with the Raiders. Uh, the projected stats for Ian Thomas, 60 catches, 572 yards, four touchdowns on 93 targets. So that's that's the quick outlook for CBS with uh, with the Panthers. We might look at some more of these stats uh, again as, as we get closer. Uh, I do want to remind you guys too that uh, we are actually also getting closer to the second Ultimate Division Crossover. That'll be coming, I believe, the second week of July. Uh, so, again, that's where, if you were with us in February, all us hosts here in the in the net, or in the the division here, myself, Aaron Freeman, uh, Ross Jackson, and uh, the, the two boys, James Yarko and Dave David Harrison, all of us get together to discuss all the goings-on. And, obviously, we have a lot more to talk about in the NFC South, like that guy named Gronk, and like some guy named Tom Brady, who is now in Tampa Bay. So we'll have a lot to discuss. Uh, very excited for that, so hope you'll tune in and check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, as, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate all your support all the time. And hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, we will see you on Monday when we do it again here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Until then, Billy Rossetti signing off. We will see you soon. Take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 